0: Now on the T, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. Ah, uh, it is time for. Function on the T-Box alongside the caddy. Michael Collins. I am Matt Barry. This is Maddie and the Caddy. As always, download and subscribe Apple Podcast, ESPN app. Hit us up on social media at Maddie and Caddy Twitter, at Maddie and Caddy Instagram, M-A-T-T-Y and C-A-D-D-I-E. As always, we appreciate the support. Keep downloading, keep telling your friends, and I am extremely excited about today's podcast. Here's what we have coming up we'll talk about the no suspense rider cup selections which happened later Tuesday night prior to us recording that. Yep. We will get into Michael Collins's week that has to do with a Harley Davidson shop, a tattoo parlor, wedding chapel. And Doug Peterson, Eagles head coach is our guest today before the start of the NFL season. We are we we're so excited about that conversation. But Caddy, to set the scene for today's podcast, I want to toss to this snippet of the Doug Peterson interview from earlier this summer in Reno so we can explain what the hell happened with Caddy this week. Here's the exchange. Coach, you've been so gracious with your time. I have to end it on this. I'm going to sanction this right here and right now. This is the tattoo moment. The Michael Collins tattoo
1: Super Bowl photo. What is it going to be? Three things, okay? Three things. I want to see the Super Bowl Fifty Two logo. Yep. That the 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 L I I with the trophy. Okay. With the eagle head as the mascot. Yeah. And then on the other side, the dog mask.
0: <laughs> okay. So you, I mean, think about it. you're an Eagles fan, Michael. We're a little more net. So you let the head coach of the Super Bowl champion Eagles design your tattoo. It was awesome. Now what? And I literally,
2: I'm not gonna lie, I literally thought of it as he sat down. So when he sat down to do the, to do our podcast, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this would make even it would have even more meaning." And then the th- once he said the three elements that had to be in the tattoo, yeah. it it made so much sense to me that the fact that he said, "I want the dog mask because the Eagles were an underdog every game in the playoffs, even though they had the you know the best record," and it was like. I've been an underdog my whole life, you know, in as far as I'm not supposed to be where I'm at. You know, all of my friends that grew up in the same area that I grew up in and some of them that grew up in the same situation that I grew up in. They all ended up either being in jail or or like not being as successful as we all dreamed about. So the fact that I made it out and mm-hmm. kind of became successful and. Somewhat successful, you know, in in being able to do this with you and the journey to where I am right now is the ultimate underdog for me. So the tattoo is also that expression of my underdog busting out, which is why the number on the tattoo instead of Chris Long's number Uh 56, which originally it was going to be. We changed it to my number, which growing up was 34. And the reason that I was always fascinated and loved having the number 34 was because um, I'm a huge, uh, more than a fan. Like, I, I really love everything that Walter Payton stood for, and yeah. I loved everything that Kirby Puckett did on the baseball field. Those are, and
0: look, those are two great guys to to idolize in terms of who you want to look up to in sports. So you would mentioned that you were an underdog in life uh, from now being a herpetologist <laughs> to a courier in the streets of Philadelphia. Now you're here co-host of Maddie and the Caddy. So yeah, I'm gonna right. look I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this all together. So while your boo, Bryson DeChambeau, was again playing dominant golf, he's probably the best player on the planet right now. Why you gotta call him my boo though? Because he is be- your boo. The, is my- the absolute disgusting display of slobbering you did over him last week was asinine. Neither, yeah, it was, here nor yeah, here. It was
2: uh, my slobbering was so horrific that he won again.
0: Yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's the best player in the planet right now. He's a lock to be a Ryder Cup selection later. Today. Yeah, More so I, later.
2: you know, thank goodness I was talking all that nonsense all about right. how good he is.
0: So while you're while <laughs> he's dominated another FedEx Cup event, you're not even at the tournament.
2: All right. So here's the thing: last year at the Waste Management Phoenix Open, did a Sports Center. With Kevin DeGandhi, who yeah. was also a huge Eagles fan. Made a deal. Eagles win the Super Bowl. We're getting tattoos. Let's do this. He goes, yeah. Cool, let's do it. I'm in. All right, perfect. Later that evening, hanging out with uh Bob Parsons, guy who founded GoDaddy, also the owner of PSG, also the owner of the largest Harley Davidson dealership in the world. In the world, and it's the largest by 25,000 feet. This dude,
0: he doesn't do nothing little. I'm guessing square feet.
2: Yeah, yeah. Honey, it's it's ridiculous how large this piece of property is. And it's a Harley-Davidson dealership that has a wedding chapel because he's an ordained minister as well. Why wouldn't he be? Of course. Well, he laughed and he was like, it's $5 online. <laughs> so why wouldn't you? So, but it also has a tattoo parlor in it called Club Tattoo. So when he found out about the Super Bowl tattoo... He was like, all right, Eagles win. I want you to fly out, and I want you to get the tattoo at my spot, and I'll get a tattoo too. I think basically he wanted an excuse to get another tattoo himself, and so he used me as his excuse. So lo and behold, Eagles win.
0: So arena is set. You've got your arena of where you're going to get the ink drawn.
2: If the Eagles win, if
0: the Eagles win, so the Eagles win. Now yes. the tattoo thing is going. We get with yes. Peterson this summer, which you just heard in Reno. Yes. So I, who who did who designed it? Who is the artiste Prior to getting this put on your skin for the rest of your life?
2: Prior to getting this on my arm, it was Doug Peterson. He said he wanted three. Oh, elements.
0: who drew it? I know so who designed it.
2: The artist is his name's Lalo. Lalo, who's the artist there at Club Tattoo? So basically I got in touch with they said here's going to be your artist give him the the elements that you want in the tattoo so I gave him the elements of the tattoo and so and actually sent a couple of pictures was like here's the Eagles logo <laughs> here's the here's the Lombardi trophy here's what the Lombardi trophy would look like when the Eagles inscriptions on it And then here is the dog mask. And then when I found the dog mask picture, it was with Chris Long and he had his arms up two fists raised above his head. Yeah. And that's when I sent then that picture and I said, hey, man, can we have instead of his arms being in air, can he be like pressing the suit, the Lombardi trophy up in the air? So I was thinking at first from the holding the base of the trophy like he was doing a a press with it above his head. And he came back with a little different idea, and I liked his idea even better, where he was, like, holding it in victory, like you would at the podium. Um And then the more we kind of went back and forth, I wasn't quite sure how we were going to put the Eagles logo in there, and so we went back and forth. And it was actually my wife who – because I wanted the Eagles logo at the top, but it was my wife who also does art stuff, and she's much more f- fine – I don't know. Fine-tuned
0: much, in the art world? Yes, refined? very much so. Is she is for?
2: extremely yeah. artistic. For extremely sure. artistic. I am not artistic. Like, I was the guy in shop that ended up, everything ended up being an ashtray. Like, even in wood shop. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a wooden ashtray. Don't worry about that. Just keep it outside. Didn't color in the lines. Nothing. Nothing, no. nothing like that. So she was like, no, it looks better on the bottom. And then um the design also... When I decided, you know, because when I showed a couple of people, they were like, oh, that's cool. Who's 56? And so I didn't want to have to explain it was Chris Long. And I also knew that uh, Jason Kelsey also wore the mask yeah. the Eagle Center who had the Mummer's outfit on. And then my wife was like, well, you should use your number. What was your number? And I was like, you know what? That's a great idea. And that's when I had the idea of my underdog busting out, too. And I was like, what if we did a skin tear and make it look like. My underdog is busting out of my skin.
0: Okay, so and the na-
2: artists love the idea.
0: So now you have the Eagles logo. Yeah, an underdog busting out of his skin with a thirty-four. It looks 34. like my
2: skin's ripping. Yeah. It's, okay. It's the number thirty-four. The skin's ripping like the underdog's busting out, and he's busting out of his skin, holding the Lombardi Trophy overhead.
0: So, will you provide pictures of this from Maddie and Caddy social media? Of course, okay. I will. Because the one I posted yesterday, you couldn't tell what it was, and that was done on purpose. Yes, it I do, was I done did, on purpose. I didn't want to reveal your Sistine Chapel.
2: Thank you. Well, no. you know what? Here's what was the best part, and I I felt so – I was confident. That part that you saw in that picture, like we took a break. The, the tattoo took five hours. Did it hurt? Yes. All right. It hurts. It's not – yes, Did it you hurts. cry? No. Did you I make, ain't crying. Did you make noises? But I No
0: <laughs> What? Well, I don't know, someone's sticking what kind of a noises th- would you make. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I mean someone's sticking a needle of ink into your skin actually, and the last time I checked this it was the size of your head.
2: So what you're saying is you've never had a tattoo before.
0: I do have a tattoo. So then you already know. But I was hammered and I was in college and I was eighteen years old and I'm actually in the process of getting it removed. Really? By the, yeah, oh yeah. And oh. it's it's more painful to get it removed than what I remember getting it on when I was eighteen.
2: Oh, is there still remnants of this tattoo? Oh, there absolutely is. So we're going to need to see this. No, we're not going to see it. Come on, man. <laughs> no. If I'm showing mine, well, come on. Well,
0: here's the difference. You're proud of yours. Yeah. Like, this is your crowning moment in fandom.
2: Not just in fandom. It just, it, it has so much meaning to me, you know, as far as two underdogs getting to a place where a lot of people believe that they could never get to all right so the especially things- in the circumstances so as it's getting done like so bob is getting his tattoo next to me and he's getting a cool one because he was in the marine <laughs> corps in vietnam he got it on his ankle but the ankle hurts a lot more because it's bone
0: is this the semper fi one you sent me
2: yeah but okay. he got a different semper fi one than the one i had originally seen so it, it's really cool, like a tattered flag. And he does, as the guy, if you know anything about PXG, there's there's no color. It's black and white because that's how he sees everything. There's Everything's black and white. There's no gray area with Mr. Parsons at all, which is one of the things I love about him. Like, agree with him or disagree with him. You don't have to worry about him waffling on something. He's going to tell you straight up. So he's getting his tattoo done, which only took him about an hour. And, of course, then he was... He was like a couple of times, and then we would, and it was wild because we would we were facing one another, yeah, as we were getting our tattoos. So I could tell when he was kind of in a little bit of discomfort and pain, and he could tell when I was. So we would go tell jokes to one another.
0: So you guys are looking in each other's eyes while getting a tattoo. Take it, easy. It, it, it was like Take a couple's me. massage. Yeah,
2: hold up. <laughs> Do we need to talk about how your drunk <laughs> tattoo happened to you? You know what I mean? Were you alone at the time? I don't remember. Exactly, because I'm sure someone somewhere probably has a story <laughs> about just, you know what, where is your tattoo? Because I've never it's, seen. Look,
0: this isn't about my tattoo. This is about your tattoo.
2: I know. Well, you know where both my tattoos are. I got I one tattoo on my the, left arm yeah. of my family coat of arms with my three boys' names. Yeah. And this one's on my right arm. Okay. So I match up now. I'm even. And your tattoo is?
0: Upper left shoulder.
2: On the back? Yeah. <laughs> you can't see it. No one can see it. You might as well got a tramp stamp, yo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <He look. laughs> it's nowhere to be seen. That's the beauty. Yeah, man, we got, I got to see that, bro. <laughs> I've got to get... I'm
2: in stage three of removal. Okay, well, we got to get something. I got to get a picture of something before this thing is gone. Right, you know so, what I mean? So
0: you're in our... Five hours. What are you doing for five hours?
2: So we took like three breaks and stuff. But um, Lalo just, he got in a really good zone. And I was in, he, the one of the great compliments that you can get from a tattoo artist is like, you're, you're a really good canvas. And what that means is that you're good at sitting still. Which is going to be hard for a lot of people to believe, but that's what it is. So,
0: so it's not like area to cover canvas?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of area to cover. <laughs> I didn't Make
0: know if that's what it meant. No, nah, no.
2: Nah. What it means is you're a good canvas as far as... One, he said I had great skin tone, but what he also meant was that I, a lot of people when they get tattoos, they, they flinch. They jump. Because you hit certain spots, and there are certain spots that you don't even realize are a lot more tender than other spots. Even if they're within three or four square inches in 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 diameter to one another if they're close by one another but i just i made up my mind i'm not gonna move like i wanted this dude for something like this with the detail that's in there yeah like i can't flinch i can't the last thing i want is be like yo uh how come the eye is crooked
0: (laughs) why is the the dog look like a cat yeah, exactly. It like wasn't you, a
2: pug. Your dog got a crooked tooth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Not s- on purpose. You sit there for five hours.
2: Yeah, it was crazy. So after he did the Eagle logo itself, yeah, that was the first thing. He was like, jump up and check that out in the mirror. And he was like, man, that, I think that's going to be pretty good. And the fact that he got the color so perfect, it looks exactly like the Eagle's color. It is, it's, It's amazing. So when I saw that, I was like, yo, let's go. And he was like, yeah, OK. And then he just he went into the zone like he didn't even hear. We would be talking and I would have to say something to him twice because he wasn't he was so into doing the tattoo. So, I mean, it just and then when Mr. P- so Mr. Parsons finished his tattoo and he le- he was like, I'll come back. So he came back like four hours later. We shot an intro um, before getting the tattoos uh, and then we shot a, uh, the end. So he came back, and then throughout, you can see the stages of, of what you go through to get a tattoo. So this
0: is for television? You, you're talking intro and outro?
2: Yeah, and throughout the process, I'm kind of talking about what it feels like and, and some t- how it hurts and then how sometimes you just got to grin and bear it, and other times it's okay. And so it was really cool, but it was – it had been – twelve. I think my my first tattoo that I have on my arm, uh, with my family coat of arms and kids, that one – I had done like 12, 13 years ago, and I forgot how much it hurt.
0: So can I ask you a question, a couple of things? One, so Nagandi, as I understand it, welched on this agreement.
2: Well, he says he didn't welch on it. What he says was the schedule couldn't match up, so he couldn't come out and do it at the same time as I did. But he says he still swears he's getting an Eagles tattoo.
0: okay. Super so, Bowl tattoo. So you've got now. We sit here today. We are taping this Tuesday late morning. We wanted to wait until the tournament was over anyway. Mm-hmm. Caddy was traveling from Scottsdale. Uh, we'll get to where he is in a minute. So I, I'm just, I'm wondering. There, there's not one ounce of why did I do this in you. Like you're all no. in on
2: this. No, yeah, yeah.
0: From Even the this morning, because it probably is probably bandaged up. You probably have Neil's, no. It's actually what Neil's they did was. No, no.
2: Nah, nah, they put a here. I'll actually because we're. We're FaceTiming. I'll let you see. We're Facetime. Oh it's a clear. Oh my god! It's a clear thing on it that's like skin, and they were like, "You leave that on, and it'll come off on its own in two days."
0: I okay. So let me paint this for the listener. For the so pay- our
2: producer, he can come over and check it out too.
0: So he's lifting his sleeve up. This is obnoxiously huge. It's not
2: obnoxiously huge, but you Dude, know what? It it's not-
0: covers your whole arm. If it covers my whole arm, then how come
2: if my if my shirt sleeve If my golf polo sleeve is down, you cannot see one piece of it. You have no idea I have a tattoo. And that's the same on my left arm. You have no... no. There are people who have never... Some of friends of mine who I hadn't seen in a while, they have no clue that I had even one tattoo. So this is... It's large. Once I lift my sleeve up, yes, it's big. Yeah. But it's that way on the other arm as well. So you're really... You're proud of this. Absolutely. And I'm... Most proud of the fact, like, I loved it. As soon as I saw it taking shape, I was like, yeah, this is the right thing. And the artist who did it, Lalo, for him, he's like, this is my piece to resist on. (laughs) Like, he stood up and he just, like, stared at it and stared at it. This is his
0: Michelangelo, like, yeah. I mean, this is his, the David, the sister, I mean. So,
2: and then, so, and then Mr. Parsons came back, right? Yeah. So Bob Parsons comes back. And he walks up, and I'm like, come on, man, check it out. And he had only seen it to where the eagle was done. And then when he saw the rest of it, when he saw the dog mask and the the player and the Lombardi trophy, like, the detail is such that you can actually read the inscription on the Lombardi trophy. Wow. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he did it that small with a tattoo needles. Like, if you saw, like, what it takes to do Fine stuff like that. I, I still I have no clue how he did it. it. It it came out amazing, and Parsons saw it and went, "Holy bleep!" <laughs> really? He dropped the f bomb. And, like the look on his face, and then he was like, "That's one of the most beautiful tattoos I've ever seen." See, what I can't, and he, he hates the Eagles. What, what I can't Parsons, get at this—I
0: can't get out of the fact that you could have you could have accomplished what it said, you said you were going to do with something smaller. But you literally—we'll we'll post this stuff on Maddie and Caddy Twitter and Instagram later. You could have done this and not covered the entire shoulder and upper arm why why so big
2: because that's what it has to be like that (laughs) it has to be like that if you're gonna here's the thing so like you know what i'm not gonna have to do what's that i'm not gonna have to go through three stages of tattoo removal
0: well it's actually six i'm only halfway there
2: (laughs) and it hurts like hell and that's what I've heard. So like even my tattoo artist, he has face tattoos and we'll put I'll put pictures of Lalo up and stuff, and he's getting them removed. Which is
0: crazy. He's getting wait, 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 wait. Yeah. face tattoos.
2: Yeah, he's got his the wow. his sides of his face yeah. and the top of his forehead, they're all tatted up. Dude,
0: it sounds like you were hanging in a pretty hardcore situation this week. Nah like, man. You couldn't nah. have been any more opposite than the golf course. You're hanging out with yes. face tattoos and Harley. Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah, and actually, the one guy like, he gave me a book, the one, the owner, and I'll put that book up on our social media as well. Yeah. Um, called the Tattoo Millionaire. Now, remember, like, we're talking about Bob Parsons. The dude's worth like four billion dollars. Does he listen to he the podcast? Parsons, up. he is inked up. Yeah, they listen.
0: Do they? Yeah. Where's my PXGs, Mister Parsons? If you're listening, I'm, I'm a Scottsdale native, born <laughs> and raised. You know what?
2: Here's how it works, man. All right, I'm you not getting a tattoo. You. He got
0: what? I'm not getting a tattoo if this. Is what you know
2: you're what you should have done? Instead of getting yours removed, you should have let them do a cover-up. No. Because then you could get something that you really want and that means something to you. And that isn't just like a tram stamp on your shoulder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't even have any idea well, you're not what doing.
2: Here was something funny, too. So they brought a whole bunch of drink for us. To have during the tattoo, and we both decided as the tattoo started when they were like, hey, we want a little drink to take the edge off. We were like, no, both of us wanted to feel it.
0: What do you mean a little drink? Like, what was in it? It was, like, it was like purple drink?
2: Nah, it was, you know, there was a little. He's famous for a drink called Whiskey in the Morning. That's his favorite drink in the whole world. This is
0: Parsons, Mr. Parsons?
2: Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice too. I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of nice. But we didn't, we had zero alcohol whatsoever doing
0: this so you be- were like uh, it was like when women giving birth decide to go and not get the medication
2: yeah yeah but they actually have some stuff you can spray on you can put on your skin like a foam it's almost like a lidocaine almost mm. but we
0: didn't use really you good. wanted a natural birth on your arm yeah
2: if it's going to be meaningful and it's going to be with you <clears throat> for the rest of your life you want to remember that experience uh- fully you so, know hey look as painful as childbirth is there's plenty of women out there that got more than one kid where if it was guys that if, if men gave birth our species would have went extinct thousands of years, years ago, ago. there would have been one exist. birth there would have been one birth and all the other cavemen would have been like nope no touch no touch grog grog no do that
0: my favorite is when they try to like when they try to hammer down like oh, i passed a kidney stone <laughs> Yeah, I got it. Take you pass kid- it on the highway, you punk. You don't know what pain is. Take a kidney stone and make that a grapefruit, and then maybe. You know what? Take, here you
2: go. Take a kidney stone and make it a watermelon. Make that come out of your little thingy, and see how that how's that go down. Oh, no! Yeah,
0: you're right. I'd be out. I'd be done.
2: Yeah, it'd be it'd be. And even before that, like what happens? <laughs> Once a month, I gotta get like a special cup that I gotta wear. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Like it'd be the same thing. Like I'm all, all right. irritable and mad. <laughs> like forget yeah, it. Look, no, the,
0: the, I don't want. I'm just saying that if, dudes, wanna...
2: if men went through what women go through because we're wusses, there is no chance our species
0: would have survived. No, none. Ever. None. And before we triple bogey three holes in a row, let's get back on the tee uh, for another tee shot. So when we were decided you were traveling back, you were on the red eye, uh, yep. you, were, you were in Philadelphia. Um, I'm going to the Eagles facility yeah. well, I was as tell soon that, as we're done. I was going to tell that story. So I'm sitting here. Cool. We had to figure out. It's my day off. I come in. I'm into the network to tape this. I was like, well, what works? And we had certain times we could do it. And he goes, well, I have to be at the Eagles facility at 1.30. And I'm curious, <laughs> are you are you going to show – Your ink to Doug Peterson. What are you doing at the facility to begin with? Okay,
2: so as I'm sitting on the plane to fly to Arizona to get the tattoo, Mm -hmm. I get an email from the Philadelphia Eagles. Sal Palantonio told them what an Eagles fan I was because I saw him for like two minutes when I did Get Up two weeks ago.
0: And the conversation only lasted two minutes? Literally two minutes, and, uh, and basically the conversation for Pao, was— For Sao Pao, that's historic.
2: I know, and but for me too. But it was yeah, I was literally running onto air. But I had my jumpsuit on, and he was like, "I need one of those. We need to wear that together." Done. And then Marcus Spears said the same thing. So apparently, I'm going to be ordering a whole bunch of caddy jumpsuits for dudes. But then, I, like, I, Sal Palantonio's Eagles book just came out. I absolutely, yeah. I bought a copy from Amazon. Like, I didn't even want to wait to ask him to sign a copy for me. I bought it. Okay. So apparently, he was talking to one of the Eagles. Uh, front office people and said, hey, and then they told him that there is a special commemorative Eagles Super Bowl putter that is being released today and then will be released to the public on Thursday. So I get this email from the Eagles people and going, hey, South Pan Antonio gave us your name, was wondering if you could come. And I didn't even finish the email. I, li- I literally scrolled to the bottom said please have the dude's cell number and his cell phone number was there and I just started texting. Bro I'm on a plane right now, going to get a tattoo for the Eagles Zero. Just say when and where. I didn't even finish your email. You know, what's up? (laughs) What do you need? Yes, I'm in. I'll be in Philly Tuesday morning. I land at six in the morning. What time? Where do you want me? <laughs> Just you name it, I'm there. Like I completely fanboy geeked out.
0: So, now, I mean? so
2: let me get. This and then straight. and then I was like, hey, I, I, here's the tattoo that I'm getting, and I sent him this, the the outline of the of the tattoo. And then today, after it was there, yesterday when it was done, I sent a picture of the real thing. And was like, you know, hopefully I'll I'll get to show the coach. So they're like, hey, come down here at this time. Here's the address. Your name will be at the gate. You know, so on and so forth. So it's like.
0: So what are you going to do? You're going to go. So I, you're so you are going to the Eagles facility in about an hour yeah. and a half. We're taping yes. this right around noon Eastern now. We're, we're as we tape this. So you are now going to go to the Eagles facility. Yes. And you're going to lift up your right sleeve. Yep. And you're going to show the Eagles organization. Do you think they'll let you talk to the team? Gosh, I hope so.
2: I'll be I'll be proud to i would be proud to let them know what they meant for the city of Philadelphia. And now, the difference between being the underdog and the dogs that everybody's shooting for.
0: Will you tell them to listen to the podcast? Well, I tell them. Come on, man. Yeah. So you're gonna get it. You know what? If you went there and talked to
2: anybody, you know how many phone numbers you get? None. Thank you.
0: That's not my style. (laughs) Whatever. I'm shy. All All right. So, so so you're gonna get an Eagles putter. We're gonna have to pay this off next week because I have to hear about your encounter. Um, with the Eagles and what they say, take some pictures. And then I'm
2: going to try and go to the game on Thursday. I was supposed to go, the tour was supposed to hook it up, but I think that, like, it, that didn't happen. I got a text message from somebody at the tour who was like, the whole thing fell out. And I'm like, nah, don't, you can't tell me. I was all jacked up going to the game, and now it's like it might not happen.
0: I so. don't want to break this to you, but I'm guessing if you're going to be a guest of the facility today and you're going to get a putter, I'm pretty sure you can arrange yourself a ticket or two.
2: Uh, whatever. I'm going to be there some way, somehow. I will be there. for You're game. like
0: the king. You're that guy that always finds a
2: way to get free stuff. I'm not trying to get free stuff because, I'm, look, I'm the person that – I'm also the person that is like this. Look, people go, hey, man, try this out and check this. And I'm like, okay, cool, but don't say do it and then be mad when I'm like, nah, not that good. I don't like it. Like, I'm also the dude that I am extremely brand loyal when I find something that really works. like. You were talking about PSG. Yeah, I play the PSG irons. I love them. I, absolutely love. Them. I love would, the
0: three wood. I wouldn't know what that's like, Mikey. Love the hybrid. Well, if you were a lefty, you know what I mean. I wouldn't know what it's like, Mister uh, Parson. Hey, like maybe, maybe, maybe you know, maybe if we could get
2: some tattoo work done for you, you know what I mean. You already got strike one against you. You're getting that tattoo removed, and you're not talking about getting another tattoo. And you're making this? fun of two dudes, How about
0: including this? the owner of PXG. I, I wasn't making who, fun. Who was, who was making fun of who? Wait a second. Don't put words <laughs> in my mouth. How about this? Ashley and I will go to this Harley Davidson tattoo PXG wedding shop, and we'll let Mr. Parsons renew our vows.
2: Okay, that might be kind of cool. All right. That would be kind of cool, and then we'll get. All, Why don't y'all get matching tats?
0: I'll throw my Titleist AP ones in the garage, and 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 I'll 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 make a concession for. Some let's PXGs. start with the
2: tattoos, no, go from there. No,
0: let's not. All right, See, we have. Then you have something
2: in common with dude. So, you know, it's look. It's as simple as this. I am. I tell people all the time. I am that guy. Like, don't say I'm the dude that people are like, hey, you know, give me a call sometime. We can hang out. And a lot of people be like, oh yeah, sure, and they will never call. Like that's you. You're the one that people be like, hey, yeah, I'll call you and you never call. I'm, what are you and talk- I tell people straight up all the time, look, don't invite me to stuff because I'm the dude that will call you.
0: Sir, I will not stand here for this character assassination. <laughs> character assassination. Here's the thing. Character exasperation. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're just a little promiscuous. Maybe I, I'm a little, uh, I, I'm a little more prude Promiscuous. Within, yeah. And you're promiscuous with your... You're saying you're
2: not promiscuous, but yet you are just... Pimping yourself out for pxgs <laughs> you just, you, know, you, you just, just dude. And by the way, you're t- a little promiscuous. Hey, I, t- love <laughs> I love pxg yeah. I love uh, I don't
0: mean to throw away the the, the claws, but guy, I would love some. AP P1's Pro- Pro- in Pro- the one trash can. <laughs> All right, coming up next, the entirety of the conversation with World Champion Head Coach Doug Peterson. It's a great conversation, what he loves about golf, how he got into golf, and why golf just lets him relax during the offseason. That and more coming up on Maddie and the Caddy. Coach, <laughs> golf is a frustrating game. Amen. How much more relaxing is golf to you now with the Lombardi Trophy at you, home? Listen,
1: it has nothing to do with the Lombardi Trophy. <laughs> this game is frustrating in itself, in itself. Um you know, it's just it's it's great to be out here. Uh, quite honestly, you know, and and to be uh, to be recognized and and um, just to you know, I, I guess to it's a humbling experience. Yeah, you know, you're around some of your peers out here and some of these guys that have played this game, and and uh, it's amazing. It's fun to to be a part of it. Um, you know, the golf for me is. You know, sort of secondary. Uh, you know, we just don't get enough time to play. But, you know, it, it's fun. It's fun to, to meet new people, uh, build relationships, and I feel like that's what it's all about. Now, I mean, I'm
0: sure
2: you already know from ESPN, Kevin Nagandi, one of the other center anchors, along with Matt. Kevin is a huge Eagles fan. Me and him have had a bromance because of your run. And now we're getting tattoos. Are you? Yes, so, of what? One, thank you. You know what? Here's what I'm going to do. Oh. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let you pick it out. I'm going to let you pick the tattoo out because my <laughs> buddy, Bob Parsons, who owns PXG, also owns a Harley Davidson dealership that has a tattoo parlor in it. That, and he wants to do the tattoos for me and Kevin. So, I'll let you, whatever tattoo you would like to represent, the Eagles, for me, for me. For the rest on on me, you I'm gonna let you pick the tattoo out. All right, it's done for got that. It. It's done. Got so, it. I've got it in my mind. Ooh, okay. So now for the golf. Yeah. How did this? How did golf start for you? Like who turned
1: you on to the game, and when did you start playing? My dad did. Uh, when I was in elementary school and through high school, growing up in Washington State, if I wanted to play golf, I had to get up at 6:30 in the morning and uh, go to the go to the golf course with my dad, and and we we walked. You know, it was, it was a municipal course, nine-hole course in Ferndale, Washington, where we grew up. And he said, hey, if you want to play, let's go. And I'd, I'd, a lot of times I would hit out of his bag and use his irons. And as I got a little bit older and a little bit stronger, I'd, I would use his clubs a little bit more. And, and so he turned me on to golf when I was, uh, when I was a kid. What is golf? Because
0: I love talking to coaches because you guys teach. That's what you do when you try to take lessons from one sport in, or in life and apply them to sports. What is golf? Teach you not only about life, but things that you could take into other sports.
1: I think I think you know, the biggest thing is just patience. Patience with this sport. I mean, it's a it's not a it's not a fast paced whirlwind football game. You know, boom, boom, boom. Things are happening really fast. This is a slow game, and so the patience of this game can can correlate over to what we do and have have some patience. Have you're going to have a bad hole, but you you know, and we're going to have a bad play. How fast can you eliminate it and go on to the next hole, the next play? And that's what kind of this sport has taught me over the years, is to is to kind of compartmentalize those types of things and and put things in the past. Whether hey, you might eagle a hole, you might birdie a hole, but you know what? You got the next set of circumstances coming up. You got a tree in the fairway. You got a par three surrounded by bunkers. Whatever. You got another set of downs. You get the first down. You got another set of downs. Yeah. Another set of challenges. So that's kind of what this game reminds me of when I go in and, and coaching football.
2: So where were the biggest butterflies then? Have you had the biggest butterflies on a tee box in front of other humans hitting shots or what were the butterflies like yeah. standing in that tunnel you were like, hold up, this is the Super Bowl and it's versus the Patriots and
1: like, so I want I, I need to know what that comparison's like You know what, you stand on the first tee box here and, and, and you got people watching and they introduce your name and because this, this is not what we do. Right. This is not what we do. So this is out of our norm. Um, this is much more nerve wracking than coaching football. Because football is what we do. Yeah. You know, it's very. It's very I don't want to say it's easy, but it's just it's normal. It's natural, right? Um, coming out of that tunnel, you know, we still had twenty minutes before kickoff, so there's no sense to get nervous and no. Sense, you had plenty of time to just kind of calm and. The, the, the mind is a is a powerful thing. Yeah. You start thinking about stuff. And even out here, you start thinking about your swing, your tempo, inside out, outside in. I want to hit a cut. I want to hit a draw. That's the same way it was before the Super Bowl. You had 20 minutes to think about, are my openers the right place? Are the guys ready to go? Uh, you know, whatever it might be, very similar. But but golf, for me, is a little more nervous.
0: Let's go what? back to your playing days when you were in the NFL. Did you get time to get out to the course. Oh, yeah. You
1: did. A lot more time. <laughs> he was a, hey, he was a, a quarterback. quarterback. You were a quarterback. You were a quarterback. Yeah. You quarterbacks. You got Brett Favre as one of your guys at Green Bay. We, we'd, we'd leave a training camp practice, and we'd go we'd go to a night at Country Club, and we'd, we'd hit balls. We'd get nine nine holes in. we get 18 holes in before we had to be back for meetings or whatever it is. So, yeah, we had a chance to play quite a bit. You, you know
2: how many other players are so mad that he was like, <laughs> man, they're going to quarterbacks again. There they go. There they go.
1: I can't believe it. What? What's the best round of golf you've ever played? Oh, I've I've uh, par seventy two, so I've, I've I've shot a seventy three. You know, in my day, Woo. um, you know, and that, and that's about as good as I'm going to be. I've I've got down to as far as a nine handicap. You know, even when I was playing, um, and and you know, I just you just one of those games. You just got to keep playing and, and keep practicing. It's hard. It's hard to master. What is it about you,
0: quarterbacks? We talked to Trent Dilfer the other day. Joe Theismann's running around out here. Case Keenum's out here. Tony Romo, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. What? Why are you quarterbacks?
1: One, so attracted to the game, and two, y'all pretty damn good. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's the competitive nature. Um, you know, it's a lot like throwing throwing tight spirals into the end zone. You know, for touchdowns, things like that. You want to see that pretty golf shot go out there. Um, you know, normally these guys. Uh, quarterbacks in particular have the patience they have kind of the makeup the mindset you know the the framework to play this game um and i think that's why they play it and, and of course we do have the most time to, to us and the kickers <laughs> to get out and uh and, and beat the ball around
2: one of the other quarterbacks who's also now a coach yeah you had a little wager with and we need to get into that so being that you're the eagles coach my team one of my friends coach sean payton new Orleans Saints. You guys were out on the golf course together. You guys are playing each other this year. Please tell me the situation that came up where now the Philadelphia Eagles will be out. You know what? You tell the story.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, it's a, it's, this is, this thing is catching uh, a little bit of fire. Fire? Um, (laughs) So in at the league meetings back in March, uh, you know, they, they always end the day with or the end end the meetings with a golf outing. And anybody can sign up for it. You know, there's 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 personnel people, there's coaches, there's you know, administrators, whoever whoever wants to play can play. And Sean and I got paired up and we're riding together and it's really the first time he and I have had a chance to really kinda get to know each other. Yeah. So the first you know, three, four holes. We're kind of feeling each other out a little bit. He's hitting the ball, I'm hitting the ball. We're kind of going, and then all of a sudden, it's like we need to play for something. <laughs> so then it all the competitive. is like you can't, can't help it. We need you to lighten this it. thing up, you know. <laughs> and I said, yeah, well, that'd be great. What do you want? To, what do you want to play for? Yeah, you know. He goes, well, I don't want to play for money or anything like that. He goes, you know, there's not much that us as coaches can control. But you know what? We play each other. You guys are coming to the Superdome this year, and um, let's play for jersey colors. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. That's, a, <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting bet. You never yeah, played I for coach. that before I've on the golf course. course. Yeah. never played for Jersey Keller. So we we finished that, that hole. We're, we actually we actually teed off, and we were in the fairway when we made the bet. It was a par five. We both tied on the hole, and so we carried the bet over. And we tied on the next hole, and we carried the bet over. So we <laughs> get to our third hole, and, and – uh, you know, I hate to say it, but he he hit a ball in the water off the tee, and I went in the fairway and ended up. He says he hates to say it, but he's smiling. As
0: he's
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just <yeah>. grinned. <laughs> so when it went in the water, I was like,
1: ching <laughs> All I had to do was hit. I get my putter out. All I had to do was hit it in the fairway. But ended up beating him on the hole, and, and uh, you know, he, he obliged. And he says, man, I don't know what I'm going to say to my team when we're in our road whites playing you guys in, uh, in November this year. But it was a friendly bet, and, uh, yeah, we had, we had a really good time that day. Stay there because
0: I thought that was an interesting thing that you had said, that you had never had a chance to get to know Coach Payton. But here you guys are at a golf tournament, a golf course, and you're stuck together, whether you like it or not, for the next four four and a half hours. How many
1: people have you gotten to know just being at a golf court or walking with them at a golf course? A lot of people, a lot of people. This is where a lot of a lot of action happens. A lot of the relationships, you know, you get you come to a lot of these events like this, and you get to really rub shoulders with some of the guys and in other sports. Uh, you know, even even some of the ladies are with the Golf Channel and and different sports that you get to kind of get to know a little bit and and just. That's what it's all about, really, is just building relationships. And, you know, everybody's story is different, how they got to where they are today. Um, and it's, and so for me, it's, it's interesting to kind of hear, you know, their story, you know, how they came up. And, and, uh, for me and Sean that day, it was just, just a matter of just playing and, and really not even talking football at all. Just, you know, we talk football all the time. Yeah. So for he and I to. It gets old. It get it, it does. It's it, work. I get tired of talking ball sometimes. And, and, and so we just had a great time of just, just kind of getting to know each other a little bit better, you know the personalities and and uh, um, yeah, it was it's, it's these events like this gives us an opportunity to do that.
0: Was there something you learned about him, the person that you may have never thought you'd have learned about? Him? Something you could you know say, you I see mean.
1: him you see him on Sundays the intensity, mm-hmm. uh, the aggressiveness, the the aggression from a coach. You know you see his relationship with his quarterback, uh, and, and 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 in some ways I kind of see myself the same way. I kind of epitomize that because I want to have that same type of aggression. You know, uh, aggressiveness uh, approach even with our quarterbacks, but you know, just just he's so humble. You know, he's a humble guy and and uh, he, he's down to earth and and uh, very he, he's an outgoing personality. You know, which is which is which is good because I'm probably a little bit more the other way. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, um, and, and it was really refreshing to be around him and, and to kind of get to know him that day.
2: He's the reason that my 11 year old will never love the Eagles. It's all because of him. And and I love him to death for it, but I also hate him for it <laughs> because he was so wonderful to my son when we were over there just hanging out with them for a little bit. Like and now my eleven year old is Saints Forever. And no matter now my nine year old, he's with us. Right. He's with go. us. <laughs> he's a perfect. What PGA Tour pro have
1: you gotten to play with? I that? haven't. Really? Wow. Actually I take Wouldn't that back. Would you like to? No, I take that okay. I take that back. Um, Jamie Lovemark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're familiar with yeah. him, of course. Uh, I yeah. my wife and I had a chance to go play uh, in his event up at Hudson National, which is up in uh, you know upstate New York, outside of Manhattan, up there, and and uh, that was a year ago. So I had a chance to play with him, and and uh, just another outstanding talent just to watch him swing is so effortless you know to swing i, gr- I i'm sore at the end of 18 you know? <laughs> i'm tired i'm tired he, he just makes it it's you know, so effortless and ball just sails off the office club but yeah jamie lovemark was a player that i got to play with if there's another pro now that you look at out on the pga tour that you want to pro- play with who would you want to play with man there, there's several um these guys are so talented I mean, i'd love to Ricky Fowler, uh, Jordan Spieth, uh, you know, uh, Rory McIlroy, Phil Mickelson, even Tiger. I'd love to play with those guys just to sometimes even just to kind of get in their head just yep. a little yes. bit and just just see how they approach the game because, uh, again, you watch them on TV and you get, you, got a, you got a greater appreciation when you play this game like we do as yep. amateurs out right. here. You have a great appreciation when they're at Shinnecock Hills and, and uh, you know, overseas playing in the British Open, and stuff like that. Uh, the the mindset and that's that's interesting to me how they approach this game
0: what is your golf bucket list
1: i would love to play you know all the all the uh uh european uh courses you know uh um, the saint o- Andrews. Andrews so you've never played over course. i've never played overseas never played overseas and and that's that's a bucket list for me you know and and you get a chance to play you know a lot of courses here in the in the us and um you know hopefully one day I get a chance to do that and and make a trip over there that that would
2: be really fun. But the whole we can make the Ricky Fowler, you know, we can Jordan Speed, we can make that happen. All right. I know a guy that knows a guy. Uh, you I know, know those, some guys? I know those guys. Man. Yeah, they're, yeah. I'm friends. they're they're awesome. Yeah. They're awesome.
0: This guy caddied on tour for ten years. Ten years. For yeah. a decade. Wow. Ten years
2: yeah, that, on tour. I, mean, that's, that I went from doing stand up comedy to caddying on the PGA tour and now I'm doing this. So I've never had a job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that's a job. Awesome. I've never that's had awesome. a real job. Yeah. All
2: right. I, I wanna ask you yeah. If the game of foot, because again, you were football forever. If the game
1: of football had never been invented, what are you doing for a job? Because you've been in football your whole life. Football my whole life. I'm probably doing something in baseball. Okay. Quite honestly, I was a baseball player growing up and, and loved baseball and, you know, that was my second sport to play. I think, I think baseball would have been, uh, an avenue that I would have, I would have really pursued, uh, coming out of high school.
0: Coach, you've been so gracious
1: with your time, I
0: have to end it on this. I'm going to sanction this right here and right now. This is the tattoo moment. The Michael Collins
1: tattoo, Super Bowl photo, what is it going to be? Three things. Okay. Three things. I want to see the Super Bowl 52 logo. Yep. That the, the 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 L-I-I with the trophy. Okay. With the eagle head as the mascot. Yeah. And then on the other side, the dog mask. Done. For the underdog. For the underdog. And that's, I've been kind of an underdog my whole life, too, anyway.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, look at him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm short. Just, just, you know, you I knew to from, you from early age ball. I wasn't going to play You're basketball. So, that's it. Yeah. Hey, coach, that's
0: congratulations it. on everything. Guys, Enjoy thank the you week. So much. Thank Enjoy you, man. the last bit of free time before yeah. training camp. Doug thank Peterson, uh, so gracious with us. You know, of the two of us, I, I tend not to fanboy out when we're in public situations. Michael just doesn't care. Him with. Him with Doug Peterson that entire afternoon in Tahoe. I mean, it was like I almost had to get you a bib and a cigarette.
2: No, what do you mean almost? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Look,
2: here's the best part, too. Knowing that my two favorite coaches in the NFL, Doug Peterson and Sean Payton, Play golf together, yeah. and the fact that when they play, when their teams play in New Orleans, Philly is going to be wearing their home jerseys because they lost a bet.
0: See how great is that? That that's is the that's golf. Go- that's golf in a yes. nutshell. Yes. All right, here you go. We're going to play for this. What's, what's great about the whole thing is if people really strip that conversation down, is that the players had not they couldn't have a say in it. They it could It's like, you know what? I'm going to go play golf against Sean Payton and Doug Peterson, right. and we're going to bet your uniforms on
2: it. What if you're like the president of operations or something like that? Like, look, we got these new jerseys coming out.
0: <laughs> Ooh, um... Listen, we're we're not going to be able to wear those this week. <laughs> You're going to need to tell our distributor that the, the color rush is going to have to hold first. Night. Yeah.
2: What What do you mean? The coach said, "See what had happened was what? What do you mean? See what had
0: happened was? I don't remember. Do you have any eagles on your horrible fantasy football team?
2: Uh, no, I would not. Uh, yes, defense.
0: Oh, that's right. You took two defenses and a yes. kicker. Don't forget, set your lineup for Bell, Thursday. Man.
2: I know, dude. dude Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. I love that.
0: I love that uh, you took Le'Veon Bell, and I don't even up. know if he's going to be there. Um, he's
2: not. He's not going to be there now. Even if, he, even if he signs right now as we're taping this— it's not like he's going to walk in throw the pads on and be like, "All right man, I'm ready. Let's I agree. do it." You
0: can't. You got to be in football shape.
2: Correct.
0: All right, so Doug Peterson, obviously his golf season is over as the Eagles try to win back-to-back Super Bowls, Nick Foles gets the start for them. Uh, Carson Wentz not yet cleared for physical activity. Uh so that's the Eagles portion of the podcast. Uh let's get real. Real quick to the Ryder Cup selections, the four. Yeah, because
2: we, we already know. There,
0: there's not. Look, it's going to be it's going to be Tiger, Phil, deshambo Finau. Period. I believe it's going to be Phil, Tiger, and deshambo that he announces Tuesday evening, Wednesday, and then Finau yeah. will be the last one uh, at the end of the week.
2: Yeah, see, I think that he'll hold the Phil pick off and then go. I think he'll throw Finau in there to kind of let everybody know. Look, this is done and over so as not to give anybody else hope.
0: And you know what I'm really into after watching this weekend, and I love Labor Day golf because you get the Monday finish, I am really into this now thought that Tiger and Bryson could be paired together. I think that works wildly well.
2: I think I think Bryson and Phil works better. Do you? Yep. Yeah, I think, I think Bryson and Phil works even better than Tiger and Bryson. Here,
0: let me tell you why I don't agree. Okay. Because if – Tiger, okay, let me use an analogy. Okay. You need to have in every relationship, there needs to be one that's like really outgoing and loves spending money and shopping. And then the other half of the relationship, (laughs) the other half of the relationship needs to be like, uh, maybe we shouldn't be spending this much money or maybe we shouldn't do this. Because if you get the same person together, you're going to be broke and divorced. Bryson and Phil are both golf-mad scientists. If you get those brains together on the course during the Ryder Cup, they might be creating golf clubs by the sixth hole and forget that they're even playing.
2: Yeah, but you know what that is? That's awesome for us because those two, when they don't think about what they're doing on the golf course, are they're awesome. I, I liked where you went with the whole cheap thing because it reminded me, my grandmother and grandfather were like that. My grandfather used to leave, like, this a really nice tip, and my grandmother would be like, oh, I forgot. And she would go back to the table and take some of it off.
0: No way. <laughs> yeah. She'd leave, like, a prayer card?
2: No, she wouldn't leave a prayer card. But she, <laughs> if my grandfather left two fives, she would go back and get one of the fives. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because my grandfather was like, he loved... Like being real generous and stuff like that see
0: but I, but, but my I,
2: grandmother was like yeah their wages don't need that much money it's it. like
0: it's like you and I together like you you go for the numbers I just kind of hang back and let you develop the relationship and then when it's time for me to hop in I hop in because if I don't hop in you're gonna end up promising things that just aren't gonna be pot- possible
2: I don't promise nothing I but I do say like I'm that guy when I if you give me your number I'm gonna call you so call you, you, I'm gonna say what's up. So and look, when I see you again, like I'm, a, I'm gonna treat you like an old friend because that's what I feel like. You're man. just we, a man of the people. We just building relationships. I, I
0: do. I love people. Most of them, I love almost all people. But we look. We agree though that when you get down, I think the Ryder Cup with when the the roster is finally announced, it's coming up at the end of the month. I think there needs to be a really, like there needs to be a line drawn with what kind of personalities and games you're putting together because I believe. And if done correctly, they go over there and win in Europe for the first time in 25 years.
2: I think with the four captains' choices, and I'll be the first to admit, I and I said it here on our podcast, I was not in on Phil Mickelson. Not at all. Now, I have changed my tune. And a boy, I have changed my tune. I I believe I believe that Phil can actually be a great contributor to the team as a player I don't I don't necessarily know that I want to see him or Tiger play 36 on Friday or Saturday I would much rather they didn't quite honestly um and I think that puts more of a load on Shambo and out but you know what I think that those guys are mature enough to handle it um and I think that both Tiger and Phil would be great in the team room and I think I think if Tiger and or Tiger if if De Shambo and Phil end up playing a four ball together, I think that they will be phenomenal. It's going to be want,
0: such a good watch.
2: I don't want to see Tiger or I don't want to see yeah Tiger either. I don't want to see Tiger or Phil playing
0: foursome. So do you think uh, Kucher will be the vice captain since he's not going to get added? Yes, I think he'd be a good guy for that. I think that's a good good pick. Uh, for that.
2: Yeah, I, actually, you know what. Here's here's something, I think uh, John Wood would be a great caddy captain.
0: Ooh, I like that.
2: I would. I think in he he as a caddy captain, I would be even. I'm even more psyched about than I am necessarily with Kucher being a vice captain.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. So that that all those decisions are going to be made tonight after we tape this. But we all agree that we're pretty sure, and as positive as you can be before. Captain's choices, yeah. but it's getting. What be do people always up.
2: say when when they're real overconfident about something? Book it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I'm confident. Here's the four picks. Book it. <laughs> I'm overconfident in you today at the Eagles facility hugging Doug Peterson. You can book that. You you,
2: you know what? I'm hugging everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna be hugging. Seg- you might need to pay bail money. I'm gonna be hugging so many people oh, over man. there. I'm gonna be so happy and excited. I've been to the New Orleans Saints training and practice facility yeah. and had an absolutely above amazing time. It's why my 11-year-old is all in with the Saints, but now me as a as a Eagles fan from early childhood. Yeah. The f- being able to go to this facility and just walk in the front door is like it's a dream come true and I'm going to I'm going to ask him if I can take pictures and hopefully they say yes and if they say no then I'll show you all the pictures that I sneak take. Yeah, you're gonna do the
0: you're gonna do the creepy <laughs> picture you did with the British Airlines lines woman who you claim stole your stuff. All right,
2: she did steal my stuff. That's
0: gonna do it for this edition. Uh, I'm gonna get you. I'll save up the bail money because something for sure is gonna happen over there. While <laughs> you're there, try to get Carson Wentz to agree to come on the podcast, and then I'll forgive you for the creepy things you're about to do. Uh, as always, thank don't you for. Don't ask me the to give d- you no
2: phone numbers either.
0: I don't want the just get Carson Wentz on the podcast. What about Nick Foles? Now, you know, a, what about he, Jason Kelsey? He's like, U- he wore Kelsey. a mummer's
2: outfit and rode a bike right. during a parade. Come Kelsey, on,
0: yes. Foles, no. He's a U of A guy. I don't want that on the podcast. I wanna, I wanna hey, keep...
2: congratulations on your ASU first win. Yeah, how
0: about Herm coaching him Herm, up? Herm, man. Yeah. Herm on the podcast, bro. See? They're, see, look, and they're about to get Michigan State a Herman sermon this Saturday, 1045 Eastern ESPN. Watch what happens.
2: They win again. I bet you he does our podcast. He'll come on again on a heartbeat. You know what? Got we you. might have
0: to fly back out there, uh, do it in person with Herm. And then maybe I'll go uh, hang out at the Harley Davidson wedding shop with Mr. Parsons.
2: There, see, and now you're see, coming now, up with ideas. See, see, now
0: I'm learning how to freeload like Collins. Freeload uh, and download. get a new tattoo, <laughs>
2: Mr. Tramp Stamp on the shoulder. Don't. <laughs> when, hey, when's the next, before we get out of here, when is the next scheduled part of the removal process supposed to happen?
0: Now that summer's over and I'm done taking off my shirt. Because you're really not supposed to do it when it's going to be exposed to the sun. So now that we're working out of the summer, I'm going to start scheduling those again, and we're going to be lasering this thing right off. The I'm going of to need to get shoulder. a picture
2: of what's left, man. We need. I need. A, I need a photo of this, brother.
0: Gosh, we are fresh out of time. Uh, download, <laughs> subscribe, Apple Podcast, ESPN app, at Maddie and Caddy, ESPN, or Instagram and Twitter. And I have a feeling with some of the pictures that are floating around, you're going to want to subscribe to the Instagram and follow us on Twitter immediately. Hey, have a good week, Caddy. Don't forget to set your fantasy football lineup, and you can't start two kickers or defenses, okay? Shut up,
2: Vivian Bell. I'm coming for you, boy. Get back on the team.
0: For the Caddy.
2: Michael Collins. I'm the
0: Maddie. Thank you for the listen. We'll talk to you next week here on Maddie and the Caddy. No piercings, Collins.
2: <laughs> I hear that tattoo. i tell you exactly what you <laughs> Put on my stuff. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.